everyone, and thank you again for joining the Practice Growth Podcast. This is episode 102. I have one of my great friends with me today. Her name is Nadira, and we actually met at the American Association for Physician Liaisons, and Nadira works for the Northwell Healthcare System up north. So I wanted to bring her on board because as you guys know, Northwell is a huge healthcare and hospital system with multiple physician liaisons and such a great outreach care center for patients. So I thought she could really help us provide some insight and we could kind of get talking about some of the challenges us as liaisons face and use some of her experience and tips to really help us get the momentum moving forward. So Nadira, introduce yourself. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, so like you said, I'm from Northwell Health. Um, we are the largest healthcare system probably on the um, East Coast. We have about 70,000 employees now. We have roughly um, 24 different hospitals. We have uh, a bunch of different service lines, I'd say almost 15 different service lines, and we've got about 4,000 ambulatory practices. My team consists of, we have a VP, there's two directors, 15 outreach managers, um, three analytics in-house team members, and one event coordinator. And we are all the way from Suffolk County, Nassau, Queens, Manhattan, Staten Island, Brooklyn, Westchester. Um, so we cover a big geographic area. And I have personally been with the health system for about 13 years. Um, my journey started like right after college. I went to SUNY Oneonta in New oh, York. Wow. Oh, I yeah. didn't know after college. That's great. Yeah, we, I, I had a great time at college. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I relate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, when I came, when I graduated, I didn't know if I wanted to be on the clinical side or if I really wanted to be in the business side. So it took me a couple of years. Interesting. I ended up decide yeah, I, 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 it was a really hard decision for me. So it took me about two years to finally decide I wanted to be on the business side of it. I ended up going back and getting my master's in healthcare administration, which for any, anybody starting out in healthcare, I would say, a master's in healthcare is worth it. It is so interesting. If you like that, this business, that is exactly what you need to get into. You oh, can relate it. Advice. Yeah. I had a student reach out, asked me about asking me about master's in healthcare and I personally don't have one. So I didn't really have much input on that, but that's such a, such a great point. Yeah. So my organization is really great at um, continuing education and they do offer a, um, you know, masters in MBAs or MHAs. And I always tell um, the people on my team or my friends or my colleagues, like if you're really, if healthcare is the industry you want to be into, it's totally worth it. It's so relatable. Uh, you can put so many things to what you're doing day to day and the classes are just so interesting. So I got my master's um, while I was at school, uh, while I was working. So I started in um, like a business office then went to provider enrollment for a couple of years. That's when I finished my master's. Um, and this is all within Northwell. So that's like also oh. the beauty of such a large organization. You can jump around, learn, learn new things. Yeah. yeah, but you keep your seniority. You don't start mm -hmm. over. So that's a really good point too, working in such a large system, how they educate you and continue your education and, mm -hmm. and it transfers over. So you're not, like you said, having to start all over. That's a really good point. Yeah. So I... Um, finished my master's. And then from there, I went to 
um, the IPA. And at this time we had, we were launching a new insurance company called CareConnect um, through the healthcare organization. And we started building the networks. And from there, my team merged with the outreach team for Northwell. And we kind of combined forces. So we, so we now do the IPA, which is the Independent Physician Association. And we do outreach as far as your day-to-day liaison work, the referral channel, uh, filling the pipeline with new business development leads. So we kind of merged it all together. And I was on that team. I've been on this team for about, I'd say, five years now, where I started out as a liaison, and then I got promoted to a senior outreach manager, and then I got promoted about a little over a year ago to the, to a director. So now I'm actually, wow. uh, yeah, working with the team instead of, I still have a little bit of territory because I think it's super important as someone managing the outreach team to still have the pulse or know what's going on oh, within the community. I agree more. I love that. Yeah. I'm the same way. I still get out in the field because I, I so agree. I mean, you just, you have to be out there. You have to know what's going on to be able to help. Yeah, it's easy to say behind the computer, like, go talk about this or go try to shift this business. But unless you're really out there, you know, pounding that pavement and working side by side with your other liaisons, you don't know the barriers and the struggles that they go through. So true. So, and they probably feel like they can relate to you more or confine in you more and talk to you more about these things because you're actually out there experiencing than feeling on that lonely island syndrome of a hundred percent. And to be honest, I always say like, I think it's the greatest job in the world. (laughs) I I miss actually my, my relationships with all my physicians. I miss being out there, opening the windows, listening to the tunes or a podcast or calling your other colleagues. Like I miss that vibe of being a liaison in the field every day. So it's nice when I actually get to step out and do that kind of work. So true too, because you just said, um, (laughs) I talked to liaisons about, you know, there's a lot of fun in being in a non-traditional work environment. I mean, like you said, I used to just blare the music and sing so loud, <laughs> sometimes take my dog to work day secretly, coffee. <laughs> you know, you just really start to enjoy and get to know yourself really, really well when you're in the car. So, I mean, I think that's a really fun part about being a liaison. It's the freedom of your own time and you get to build what you want. So I love that you said that. Absolutely. So you've managed, so you currently are managing teams of liaisons. So I know a lot of people that are listening may be either part of a team or help structuring, how am I going to manage this team? What do I do to communicate? And how do I keep it all together as far as not adding extra hours of data entry or being micromanaging? So what are Mm -hmm. some advice that you would have for someone to avoid that micromanagement, but also stay connected and make sure that you're keeping it all organized? So it's a great question. Um, The way that we have it broken out is we have a director who he manages um, the analytics team and they do the data and the reporting. And then there's my side of it where it's more the operations and I work more closely with the outreach managers. Um, And the way that we try to, it's a lot of um, competing priorities and a lot of stakeholders to make happy. Um, The way that we try to do it is we have my VP who meets with her senior leadership and her chairs and, you know, all the the stakeholders on her level. And then I try to meet with the stakeholders on my level and kind of filter the new physicians or what the priorities are or where we can 
builds business, I try to filter those doctors' names to, to my outreach managers. At the same time, we also encourage them to go meet their physicians for Northwell, right? So right. the Northwell physicians, we try to encourage them to, if they're in your territory, in your sites, by all means, go meet them, set up a plan. Um, but remember, we drive that, you know, we're driving that, that um, bus to say, this is where we think the opportunities are. This is where we'd like to take you because, you know, this would shift business from this competitor or they're sending here or they need accessibility, right? So that's our job to have that knowledge. But at the same time, we can work with the physicians or the office managers to all get on the same page. So we have, you know, we have that operationally going on. That's how we kind of filter down information. And then on the other side, we have the analytics team that pulls the data, um, helps you weed through it, sees, you know, sees what the good opportunities are with you. And um, we kind of marry that all together and kind of drive the priorities that way. Yeah, that's great. So you, it's all organized. You're able to get the information you need to make the decisions you need to help the people in the field, but also focus on where you need to grow. You know, getting that analytics, having someone help you with that and not being a one man show, one woman show, trying to get all this information as well as managing liaison. So that's really amazing. Right. That's yeah. so, teamwork like that. Yeah. So, and then on like the day to day, we do require them to enter data um, by 9am the next morning, you know, we are such a large organization that we do get tapped by different um, leadership to have reports run as early in the morning, you know, so if you don't enter your calls or what you've done or who you've taken out, that skews, that can skew a report that we would be sending to, you know, a stakeholder. So we do have that in place. And then on my, on my side, I try to look at the data daily and say, who are they going to visit? Which physicians are we supporting? Um, how can we improve? Or is there any gaps in what we're doing in a specific territory? So there, you know, we, I, I do not micromanage, <laughs> but I do have to kind of take a look and see, make sure that the work is being guided correctly. Right. You have a responsibility to make sure they have what they need to be successful and you Correct. with your information. Correct. Oh, well, that's pretty incredible. So I have Ndira on with me today because she's so experienced and she works with Northwell. They have such an awesome liaison team and system, not only an amazing healthcare organization for their patients and the top quality when it comes to physician outreach and patient care, but her experience, your experience in working with these territories and working with these teams, you still have challenges, even though you're at such an amazing healthcare system, even though you have such an amazing team, you still face those physician liaison challenges, like getting past the gatekeepers, communicating with team members, and trying to think of ways to get outside healthcare systems to help become a referral. So what were some of your challenges, whether it was early on, because I know liaison's listening, maybe early on, or even now as an experienced liaison that you faced during and currently during your time? Yeah. So, I mean, I think you hit it, you hit the nail right on the head. Those office managers, those gatekeepers can be a real challenge sometimes. Right. Um, you just have to be determined, continue to go back. My trick <laughs> has been that I try to find something in the office or I'll look at a picture, or even if it's a challenging physician, let's say I'm meeting with a doctor and uh -huh. he's not, he's like standoffish. He doesn't really want to hear what we have to say. I'll try to look around the room and find something that I can connect with the doctor. So there was this one doctor 
that he was very, he just wasn't having it. He wasn't into our conversation. We were, you could tell he just didn't really want to engage with us. He had horses and this was right before the Belmont races. Oh, um, okay. yeah. So, and we, and I have a friend um, that had a horse in the race at the time. Oh, so wow. I, listen, I know nothing about horses, but I was able to shift that conversation <laughs> to horses. Turn that right around. You're a pro now. <laughs> BS a little bit about it. You know, yeah. talk about my friend's horse. And by the, by the end of the conversation, whatever I was there to do, I accomplished that because I was able to like read the doctor, read the situation and say, he's not having it. Let me step back a minute, make this personal, get him to like me, right? Because I right. do this job because this is, you know, this is what I like to do. I like to talk to people. I'm personable. My husband calls us the talent. <laughs> he says that my team's <laughs> the talent and that my counterpart, Garrick, he's the brains behind everything. <laughs> the, the analytics. Oh, that's so, yeah. So I pulled it back. I was able to get personal. And then whatever I went there to do, I was able to accomplish because now, now he liked me as a person and we had something in common, you know? That is so, fantastic advice. Yeah. So creative. So yeah. So you just look around, see what you have in common, what you can talk about, and sometimes that'll break down those walls. Um, as a director, I you know it's the common problems of how do we show ROI? How do we prove that these large events we're hosting or these positions that we're taking out, we are shifting business or we do make a difference because we are such a large organization that. Everybody out there is kind of saying, oh, this may have happened because of us, or this is a referral from us, or, you know, so it's not really easy. Uh, it, there's not really an easy way to say this is because of the outreach team, you know? Um, yeah, so that, yeah, so on a larger scale as like um, for reporting out, we, we have that challenge as far as ROIs. And then also, since we are so large, we're prioritizing and we're constantly changing what our priorities are. Right. So like I said, we've got 20 plus hospitals. We have 15 or so different service lines. We've got different chairs. We've got, you know, different people that want a piece of what we're doing. So it's right. constantly being able to shift that, that mentality. Like, okay, I'm taking out this doctor today. Now I have to take out this doctor to talk about this program. And we do such amazing things at Northwell that, mm -hmm. Literally, we ha our toolbox has so many things in it that we can talk about, but as an outreach manager or position liaison, you need to be able to shift that conversation at any moment or be able to multitask multiple conversations. That, that, I think, could be a challenge for a lot of new liaisons if they don't, they have to learn how to be able to pivot a conversation to fit whatever that doctor needs, but also what you're there to promote about or whatever programs your organization has to offer. Absolutely. And I know they have a lot of questions about that, especially when you're coming from big organizations similar to Northwell or maybe a little bit smaller. You're not just there from a private practice where you've just spent so much time learning about these procedures. You are representing the system. You are representing the territory, certain physicians in the system. So like you said, trying to pivot and make sure that you're there to provide value. I think that's really good advice for new liaisons mm -hmm. listening. Learn yeah. how to pivot and get your information, make sure you know what you're talking about, but make good transitions. I think that was really good advice. Absolutely. I know when we talked, so we met at the American Association for Physician Liaisons and we got to talking because we had um, such a strange <laughs> experience, I think, I'd say, at a, uh, a nice networking event. We were sitting down and, and having a few cocktails and enjoying ourselves and we, we met, I don't remember his name, but some gentleman. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know how he snuck in to that networking event, but he snuck in and made himself comfortable. And, and we kind of connected just because we both, you know, we were done working. We were just there to kind of talk and relax at that point, but we were helping him find some love. Remember that? <laughs> yes. He was, I think his brother was the bar. He was brothers with the bar. Oh, no, that's, the, right. that's right. The security guy downstairs. And that's then, how he snuck in. And then our pretty friend Ashley from Alabama. <laughs> he, right. was like, he was following Ashley up and then he ended up up there. Oh, so <laughs> he, disappointed. Was saying, he was like saying how Mormon women are the prettiest, <laughs> right? Like right. He only, only had eyes for Mormon women. And <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if there is a look for Mormon women. I have I'm no clue. Sure that's, that's a thing, but that was news to me. Yeah, so that was... That was a fun time, but that's how we connected, and I, I really got to understand you and appreciate your feedback, because I so often talk to liaisons so new to the business. Sometimes it's so important to just talk to somebody, and it's like, yeah, but what about this, and what about liaisons that are trying to just get some continuing education on big healthcare systems, and one of the things you brought up to me, too, that I will say a lot of my students ask is when you're working with a, a system as awesome as Northwell and you have so many incredible physicians, and you're really trying to move things forward, what are ways that you found trying to get some physicians on board? Does that make sense? Some support from physicians um, or to connect with them, get more face-to-face -face time within your Northwell system. So a physician that's part of the healthcare system that you're trying to get more on board for liaison marketing. Is there any times you ran into that or were there ways you could get them on board just by using other physicians? Yeah, so I mean, um, something that my my boss, Lori, has always said is getting the buy-in of leadership and those key stakeholders physicians. Um, if you can get their buy-in and they support our program, it makes our lives so much easier. Um, there's definitely those hard physicians that you know, they say they want to go out with you and they want to meet community physicians. They don't give, but they don't give you the time, right? Or it's hard to connect with them, communicate right. back and forth. But a big thing that um, Lori has always said is getting that senior leadership buy-in and then, you know, being able to, um, when you do get your first interaction with the physician, be prepared. So have those reports ready, right? Have right. Um, whatever the marketing material is, whether it's theirs or not, have it ready to show them what it looks like. Um, tell them what we can offer them or how we can help them. It, it, you know, explain that you're there to help grow their business. And I think um, once you're able to give a nice presentation and, and tie it all up with a nice bow and you can get the physician to come out with you to meet other physicians and you've done your, your work, your homework, right. I think they're blown away by what we can actually do, right? I think that they're blown away by the um when they see you with the physicians in the community and say wow you guys do have a great connection yeah. you know and they really value what we have to say i think they become impressed with the program that we can offer them that's so true too because just like you said earlier about even getting past gatekeepers and being persistent and showing the value and being confident i'm happy i asked that and the way you answer that is so true so for any new liaisons listening it is consistent across the board, whether it's your physicians or physicians you're marketing to, that persistence and confidence to be able to show value is huge. And um, I really like how you communicated that because I know they feel that way sometimes and mm -hmm. 
you've had pushback even as experienced as you are, but it, it's not going to stop you in the progress. This machine is going forward. So, you know, we need yeah. to be aware of this and it's okay. And I like that you said too, they become more on board. Once you start showing your value, they really do understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. All right. We do a lot of, we host, so like we get it. Physicians, they, you know, their first priority is patients. They have surgeries or procedures that they have to do and they book their schedules. I, I get it. So if we can't engage with the physician during the day, we'll do events um, during the week. And a lot of times those, those are, those are one of my favorite success stories because at the end of, you've done all this work to drive all these physicians, you know, into these events or to build awareness in the community of these great programs that we have to offer and to see them show up to want to hear about the program or want to meet your new physicians. It's really an awesome feeling. And that for me is like job well done. You know, I, I was successful. I drove these doctors here. They're here for my relationship, but also for Northwell. They're here to meet this doctor. It's just such a great feeling as a liaison to have that oh, all come together. And right? it's like more candid as well too. You know, you get a little mm-hmm. bit more quality interactions. It's fantastic. Yeah. And they're impressed, you know, so like that's, those physicians are like, all right, let's do another one of these. They could have been, you know, they could have been so hard in the beginning. And now they're like, let's keep going. I want another one. You know, So true. Yeah. Once you get the ball rolling, they, they definitely jump on board and sometimes you have to slow them down for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, how would someone in your territories or a physician be able to connect during these events? Where could they find this information for Northwell's events and, and, so we do mostly physician to physician for these events. Mm-hmm. Um, my team hands out, we hand deliver invitations. Um, we are also emailing physicians as well as we just started our new social media. So we're on Instagram, Northwell Physician Relationship. And um, we will start, oh, I'm sorry, Northwell Physician Relations. And we will start actually promoting our events through our Instagram page. Yeah, what's really cool is we're starting to um, highlight the physician or the program. We, as our team, take selfies or, you know, we're trying to do like fun different pictures with the physicians Mm -hmm. or or some of the physicians in the program. And then we'll put the invite with it. And then if there's some type of news feed or if there is a recent publication, we're trying to attach that just to, you know, bring awareness. And, but it's also legit. It's not just a great picture. Like here is what they've done. Really impressive stuff. So, so we are, like I said, we just launched that about two weeks ago, the Northwell Physician Relations um, Instagram page. And, um, but really the way that we work, it's that personal touch. It's going door to door, meeting every physician um, and inviting them personally to our events. And then we, I don't know, I don't know if you see this often, but we also do a little piece of community outreach. So we have um, one person on our team that does um, client facing. So sometimes our physicians, if they're interested, will go out and talk to uh, consumers. Oh, that's not, yeah, that's not the main thing that we do, but we do have that one little piece. So it's kind of cool. We did something awesome like, um, uh, transitioning your kid to college, you know, we do, um, different, different small talks for the communities, uh, for community members, but our main thing is physician to physician. So at any day, a liaison can walk into 10 to 15 different offices in our area. I know that that may be a little different, but in the New York area, the tri-state area, we're more, we have a bunch more physicians, I think, located near each other. 
right you know not geographically so spread out so like a building could have a bunch of doctors inside of it you know so you can make a day in one large office absolutely and i teach my um liaisons a certain amount of frequency in my course and and that really does change with your territories and your system so i never say it's written in stone um what would you say for your healthcare organization is a good frequency for them to be seeing in a month or a week so i think that um that's a great question. We ourselves, our leadership is trying to figure that out also. Mm-hmm. We, um, we do have different type of tiers of physicians. So for us, we have, remember I spoke about the IPA, which is um, Northwell has this uh, premium network of physicians, which are in our IPA. And um, those are the physicians that are aligned with Northwell, um, a little bit sticky with us. They like us. They utilize our specialists. We um, work together. Those doctors would be physicians that could see our Northwell employees. So our touch, our cadence should be a little bit more to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say, um, and and, you know, they're kind of a premium doctor. They're like our our next level of physicians. So I would say we should touch those at least once a month, Uh maybe a little bit more depending on if they're newly onboarded to premium. Um, If you have new physicians that align with what they they send out you know you should be touching them a little bit more for our northwell physicians i'd say monthly basis you touch base with them has anything changed can i help you in any way you know is there any physicians you like to meet etc and then we have our community physicians which they're not loyal they could be loyal to us they may not be loyal to us they may be splitters um again our ter- i think we have more doctors than let's say um yeah. somewhere else like our book of business may have each outreach manager liaison may have, you know, like 400 might be an average, 300, where I think um, other liaisons may have less. What do you think? Is that? Yeah, no, I think that's fantastic. I agree. I think it really just just depends too on your territory. You know, some people are rural territories, so they're not going to be able to pack in how many people frequent frequency and quality in a certain amount of time that someone maybe in a city would. Um, right all over the place you're going to smaller practices so yeah I definitely think that think that it ranges but one thing that you brought up is kind of the tiers of visits which is Mm -hmm. really really true and consistent of not every doctor is the same frequency correct and that's really important to bring out so (laughs) not all doctors are created equal (laughs) oh is that not true (laughs) that is totally true um I have a question that I know a student of mine has asked, and I know they would want to ask you, and that is, have you ever had any difficulty during your time in physician liaison marketing where, though in good intention, maybe an office manager got a little bit too involved and tried to kind of take over the physician liaison marketing for that particular practice, and maybe there were some lines crossed, and if so... How did you overcome that? Um, so I guess the best way to answer that is, for us is that we are such a large organization. And I do think that there are people trying to do what we do in their own way, mm-hmm. right? Like thinking, oh, we can do referral channel. We can go out there and promote the doctors. <laughs> yeah. but and they have the best intentions. It's, it's not because they have any malintent. It's just... You know, they're just so eager. Sometimes it's like, hold on. <laughs> right. Know. And so we definitely um, feel that too. 
But what I think they need to remember is that we are the team that's the boots on the ground. We are the face of Northwell, right? So whichever hospital system you work for, you're out there representing that hospital system, that organization, and you're the one building those relationships with the doctor. So to have someone else, you know, an office manager or someone else from a different service line try to come in and do what we're doing, it may confuse them. It may make them a little like uneasy. Who is this person where this is someone that we've known for years and we know what to say, what not to say. We know, you know, personal stories about them and their families. And we just have that comfort, that relationship we've built. This is the foundation of what my team and what we do, right? We are that relationship building team and for other office managers or other you know administration to think that they can just go out there and kind of do it and that's some can but this is kind of this is what we do for a living so absolutely yeah and that's a good point because it can lead to even though all the good intentions are there it can lead to miscommunication and like you said it's about relationships with physicians they could get confused on you know what is going on here yeah yeah, we've, I've been, I found myself in, in um, what we call business development uh, conversations. So doctors that are looking to align with us, you know, maybe become part of the system, right? So become a faculty practice provider. So we bring out our business development team because we have a team that does that. And it's funny, they'll look at me when my counterpart is speaking, but not because I can give them any information more than my counterpart can, but just because they're comfortable with me. Right. So I'm that sense of ease, you know, I'm that, okay, I know Nadira. I, I've known her for years. This mm-hmm. is a good thing. Like she wouldn't put me in a bad situation, you know? So, so and I have to like re-engage the physician to start talking back to the business development person, not me. <laughs> you yeah, know? That's a win. I mean, it just goes to show that's a great example of, of how to build these relationships and yeah and how to create these genuine relationships. This is so much more than advertising, selling, or promoting. This is not about any of that. They need to, just like the horses, just like the story of, (laughs) I like that they look at you, like you said, it's not because of anything your counterpart's doing that's different, just the fact that they've seen your face, they know you as a person, and they trust. Right, and they know my intention is there for them, and for my organization that I rep- you know, that I'm representing Northwell, but that I have their best intention too, right? I wouldn't be selling them something terrible or trying to, to bring them into a bad health system. Like, so they find comp, like they're confident right. when they look at me and I say, it's okay. Yeah. Or <laughs> so-and-so he's right. This is what's going on. Or, you know, this is normal. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly how it should. <laughs> so I want to, before we wrap it up, I want you to, or wanted to ask you, what is some advice you have for experienced liaisons? And then what is some advice you have for new liaisons? So um, advice for, so I'll start with new liaisons. Um, I would say um, those barriers that you are encountering eventually over time, if you find your own uniqueness, and your way to communicate with them, those walls will come down and this will, you have the best job and it is, it will be even better once you're able to have that relationship with the physician or the office manager that's giving you a hard time. So stick with it. Um, It does. Yeah, it does get easier over time. And eventually it's like walking into seeing an old friend, you know, I love that. That's great advice. It really is. I mean, 
you could just walk in and they all know your name. You could say, how's your kids? How's your wife, your husband? How's it going? And it's just such like, you get paid to do that. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, like you get paid to just talk to people yeah. and have relationships. <laughs> and then, great advice. yeah. And then for, um, experienced, um, outreach, uh, liaisons, I would say take it to the next level. Ooh. Be, be that liaison that finds a way to improve your program or, um, impress your physicians a little bit more, you know, if it's, if your company is looking to get into using, um, statistics or analytics, be that person, that champion for that, that program, that be that champion for your boss, for your director, whoever it is, and really get on board with whatever you want to be looking forward, right? You want to be driving that bus. So if they want to do analytics, you want to strategically plan, be that person who does that work on that and, and show up every day and um, present yourself to the physicians the way that you think your boss would want you to, if that uh, makes sense. Fantastic <laughs> advice. It's so true because you want to keep the momentum going, but there is so much room for leadership yeah. as an experience liaison. And that's what you've talked to a lot about today is how Northwell has supported the program, how they've really given you guys and invested into the physician liaison program and how you can create an invaluable asset. So I love that advice. Keep the leadership, keep the momentum, and challenge yourself. That's great advice. Absolutely, and always think forward, right? Healthcare is right. forever changing. Oh, uh, yeah. From <laughs> last year to this year, it's so different. You never know what's coming or what it's gonna be, but as a liaison, this is the coolest job. I literally can, I say, <laughs> pinch, I always say to like my team members, I'm like, pinch me how did I get so lucky this is the greatest job ever I mean I like I said I agree more right <laughs> we get we get paid to talk to people uh to go out to take them out to dinner to meet our physicians meet our you know learn about our program our healthcare system and what Northwell is really trying to do is is whatever is best for the community for the patient right. so it's we're for we're always growing as a healthcare organization we're always getting new procedures new surgeries new you know so it gives me chills to hear my physicians talk and it's so powerful the stuff that we're doing that I'm so proud to be part of an organization that um, supports this, this outreach team so that we can support them. I think that that's such a huge, you know, so like for any oh, liaison absolutely. out there, your organization thinks so highly of like your program and what you do, you should also think so highly of your organization and, and find pride in that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Wow. Yes. That is great advice because that is huge. That really is. Mm -hmm. because you make a difference as a liaison. You make a difference right. in the organization and it's the patients that are really reaping these benefits and, and really improving patient care quality and education. Right. So I think sometimes liaisons could forget how connected they are to the health system. Right. So, and because you're out there pounding that pavement on your own, but remember, if you didn't introduce this physician or introduce this program to this doctor who has this patient who could be a family member of someone you, you know, they may never have known about this amazing doctor or this amazing program or this life-changing procedure that could have just saved the patient. I've had friends call me and say, can you get me into this doctor? I think my mom has this type of cancer and, and I'm able to make that call. And, and I'm like, okay, this is, I, I earned it today. Like this is, this is what it's all about. I got that patient in and that was such a great feeling that, and then so when they come back and they're like, you know, 
they helped my mom or, you know, they found the cancer or they were, you know, what an amazing doctor. I am like, what a, re- what, what a reward. Oh, How lucky God. am I? You it know? is so true. And that's what I try to talk with my liaisons about. And that's why it's so much fun that you jumped on this call today because of your experience. You understand these in and outs. What we do matters. And you don't actually know as a liaison, you could be making a huge difference in somebody's life huge. just by connecting them to the specialists that can change their life, treat them and improve their quality of life. And it's little things like you just said about being able to get that patient in, get them the care they need with that particular specialist. Yeah, we're not the doctors, we're not the one treating them, but without that interaction, who knows where they would be, what journey they would be on. And we can help them as physician liaisons. And that that is something to be super proud of. And, yeah. and we feel like we're contributing and we're helping and what we do matters. So absolutely. And tell us and, one last time how um, people can connect with you guys. So um, we just started our social media. So please follow us, Northwell Physician Relations on Instagram. Um, you'll, you'll see my team. You'll see us highlight physicians in our community and talk about our hospital system, all the great things that we do. And um, Northwell Health, you can Google us, um, learn more about our hospitals. I mean, if you're in the North Coast, you kind of know about us. So <laughs> I would hope so. We're just so large and we have an 71,000 employees now. And it's such an incredible system, forever growing. And, you know, I'm just so proud to be part of this, this organization. Absolutely. So we're going to have to have you back on. We'll have to do an update for you listeners a little later on. And we'll have- I would love to. Yes, because I know we're going to get a ton of questions after this podcast and people are going to want to reach out and even learn a lot more about Northwell and how they can connect with you. So I just wanted to see if you had any last thoughts before we end our podcast today for the listeners. Um, No, I mean, I think we really ended on a high note there. You guys, your job is super, super important. That day to day when you're out there and you're like, I feel so disconnected or does this really matter? It does matter. Your, your, your hard work, your efforts out there really do matter and you can make a difference for a bunch of patients out there and the physicians that they see and the programs that you highlight. So just continue to pound that pavement, um, get the word out and you are super important and connect with your colleagues if you are lonely. <laughs> Absolutely. And connect with liaisons. Like we have, yeah. I built a team at Physician Liaison University for any of you listening. That is just an exclusive community of physician liaisons that are like-minded. They've been where you are. So there are support groups out there. I met Adira through the American Association of Physician Liaisons and we really had a great time there too. So there are a lot of outlets out there, you guys. And I really think it's so important. And thank you again, Adira, for showing up today. It was such a great conversation. I know we're going to actually get a ton of questions, so we probably need to schedule a follow-up, so I'll keep you listeners. Um, Stay tuned, because I'll give you guys more information about that once her and I connect later on. But thank you again so much. Thank you. I had so much fun. Thank you. I look forward to doing it again. All right. Thank you. Thank you.